Welcome to the Hunt, Hike, Train podcast brought to you by Beyond the Ears. I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to us. If you don't mind, we'd appreciate any comments or reviews. You can catch us on our Instagram account at Hunt, Hike, Train. And uh, however you're listening to this, Stitcher, iTunes, or whatever medium you're listening at, we'd appreciate you going to the far right and clicking as many stars as possible. Thank you. We hope you enjoy the episode. Glad all right, boys, now we're live. All right, here we are. Martin, right. Kelby, how are we? Great. Great. Happy Wednesday. I don't think I could be much better, to be honest. <laughs> Perfect. Top of the world over there. Well, boys, thanks for coming in. We've got a lot to talk about today. Mainly, it's going to be one giant BS session, which I'm really excited about because uh, well, it sounds like you guys had a good weekend and Kelby became part of the, what, 5%, 5% club to fill both. Oh, I feel Buck like tags. I was like the 1%. <laughs> yeah. Two and 20 minutes, hard to beat. A little tag <laughs> out, a little pure Michigan uh, deer hunting up in the big woods. So we're going to get to that one. So let's just start out wh- who you guys are, where you're from, what you do for a living, and who wants to go first. I'll kick it off. Martin's going to go, and you're up. All right, uh, my name is Martin Hella. I'm with uh, our an Instagram page called Michigan Hunters that we've been running for a couple of years now. We started in October 2016. My cousin actually started it. His name's Max Hella. And then my brother also admins the page, Mitchell Hella. So the three of us kind of tag team and run the run this page. And we've been having fun running it since October 2016. So we just passed our fourth hunting season with the page. And it's been uh, growing pretty steadily. Kind of uh, get to be like a virtual success board for all types of Michigan hunting. If it's legal, we'll share it. So uh, it's pretty fun. And I got my uh, buddy Kelby here who we've been hunting with a good amount of years he's uh, originally from texas but he relocated up here and uh we went to ended up going to troy high school together we're both oakland oakland county residents and uh we got to be up at michigan deer camp last weekend and uh we'll kind of recap that shortly but so martin what do you do for a living i'm uh, actually a packaging engineer for chrysler okay i work with the automotive industry so i uh responsible for returnable packaging between uh the supplier and the assembly plant okay. so and you've been doing that for how long uh four years four years yep. recently married recently married yep spartan grad so go green we won't hold that against you yeah <laughs> recent losses but we're still looking our wounds <laughs> yeah exactly hey deer season's still alive so we that got had, something to look forward that to that had to have made you feel a little bit better to have the weekend that you had so yeah that is what it is yeah for sure kelby my favorite ginger texan your One turn. of a kind. One of a kind. Um, I'm from Texas, born and raised, moved up here in 2008, um, met Martin in high school, and uh, we both went off to college, and then we started hunting right away and haven't stopped. So where have you, whereabouts do you guys normally hunt? Is it down here, or is it up where you guys were over the weekend? So we do a little bit of everywhere, honestly. We do some uh, Genesee County. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a good family buddy who uh, we've been out there since about 2010, 2011. Uh, we hunt up in Grayling. We've been doing that for maybe about seven, eight years. Okay. And uh, honestly, wherever we can go, we'll, you know, generally give it a shot. We went out to Colorado last year, too. Yep, we're going to get into that, too. So uh, you tell us where there's some deer or if there's something to hunt, we'll yeah, probably we're, be there. We're Oakland County residents, so we'd definitely try Oakland County uh, public land, too. Kelby a little more because he lives a little closer. Then uh, we definitely like to have fun up in the big woods up north. So uh, we're going to have to do a little talking off air about this because I was just talking to Kevin about this the other day, and I found some, you guys might already know about them, some county parks in a little bit of the city area that allow you to bow hunt. There is. Yes. Yep. And uh, first come, first serve at some of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them uh, are just 
bow only. Yep, that's the ones I'm talking about. I looked up four or five of them that are just bow only. Yeah, we're, we just got some Romeo property recently that we've been hunting private land, and I haven't really been able to, or we haven't been able to have fun on that January hunt. Yeah, until the end of the month, end of the year, we'll, we'll go freeze our butt off. And, that's you know, what I'm. That's what we're looking into this we're year. We're not afraid to, you know, put our cold gear to the test. Yeah, that's it too. You go out, and I mean, you might get a little cold, but between hey, uh, the way I see it, the less hunters, the better. You know, yep. How many people really want to go sit out there in January? That's exactly the way I November. Think. Yeah. You know, people are struggling. <laughs> well, usually you get to you get to the end of November, you get to the thirtieth when gun season's over, and you've got a lot of people who are just, yeah, we're just we're done. Gun season was my last hurrah, you know? Yep, yep. The, you got the yeah, 50, I mean, typically by the third day of gun season, you already got, I'd say, 25% or less hunters in the woods. Well, did you – so something – I don't remember them off the top of my head, but the statistics, statistics are the first, like, five days of gun season are when the vast majority of deer are shot. Right. I think it's something ridiculous, like 70%. Yeah, it's something stupid. Youth season's like not even a percent. I know, and that's, and that's a th- big and thing. And it's funny like, how much moaning it oh, is. Oh, I know, If you right? look at the actual numbers, like – there's nothing to cry about. I know. And it's always about, you know, retention and getting new people into the sport, that type of thing. That's what all those early hunts are about. Right? I utilized the crap out of that thing when I was able to do it. So I mean, Yeah. I mean, even the early doe hunt, I dropped a doe. I, mean, I did too. People ask you, like, you know, coming back to work after gun opener, how were you successful? Did you shoot anything? Did you get that deer? Yeah. Or did you catch that buck or whatever? Yeah, did you catch your deer? Yeah. yeah. And it's always funny. And it's like. Well, you know, no, this year specifically I wasn't successful at, you know, gun opener, but I already have two does in the freezer. Exactly. So people don't necessarily think about the whole month and a half of season that a lot of us have already been participating. I'm still in. trying to get my head wrapped around the fact that now that I live down this, because I've lived down here in, in Metamore area for two years, completely didn't even know about the Oakland, Macomb, and Wayne County area yeah and it is relatively new i was two three years two or three years and we kind of were hesitant to jump into like the public land around here because we know it's heavily hunted yeah but the last couple years we've been able to scout more in there get a little more familiar with it so when we go in we have at least have some sort of a game plan i mean right we can walk in blind but we prefer to know a little bit yeah it's not a bad i mean even if you can pull up onyx or whatever app that you choose now and yeah, look I mean, on there's so many apps to choose from. We probably use three out of the – well, there's probably five major ones. We probably use three of them. Do me a favor. Pull this away just a little bit from your face. You're still good. Good now. Yeah, you're good now. All right. The so way I see it, though, uh, you go scouted area, but usually I just park where there's no cars. I'd rather go out there and not see a deer than I would have five people sitting 100 yards from me trying to get shot at or whatever it yep. could be, you know. Yep. And the deer are going to go where there's no people. That's exactly right. You know, it might not look like deer train, but you give enough people walking around, you know go where there's no pressure well everything that looks like deer terrain there's people all over it like you're saying too so they're not dumb no look for trash and go the other way pretty much (laughs) or pick it up okay so this we're we're recording this This is going to release probably a little later because we got some some stuff in the pipeline but this is just after opening weekend for rifle season where you guys are at shotgun season for where i'm at so and so let's explain the whole thing now michigan has a huge tradition of that first couple of days or first weekend of rifle season or gun season whatever you call it of people with hunting camps and good groups of buddies going and doing the same thing. You've been in the same hunting camp for how many years? I think you guys have a little story like that, and I'd yeah. really like to hear something about it. Yeah, no, I'll definitely uh, kind of break you down a little bit of what we do. We kind of have a couple different traditions at our deer camp, and it kind of starts with bow season, and it 
originally kind of was a rifle thing and then we kind of brought it over and that specifically is a tradition we do on the 14th we call it called shiver on the river okay and it's at a bar up in northern michigan at lovell's tavern okay yep on the asabo on the asabo and there's a bunch of hunters that show up to this bar and they all jump in the asabo river on the 14th i'm sure it's just nice and so warm it's too. nice and yeah nice and river and oh, freezing it's heated, you know right, <laughs> right upstream you know they let out a little hot water you know, it <laughs> yeah it's heated right to about 50 yeah maybe less i was probably. about 37 <laughs> i think my i think this was my fifth or sixth year doing it okay and uh i did it first with a couple of my family members and then i immediately made it like a camp rule i yep. said if you're coming to our deer camp you're jumping in this river and then there was i saw the videos there was obviously sometimes some them. scheduling conflicts right but we have the upside of our cabins on a lake oh so either so way. it's like hey if you can't make shiver that's fine you're going in the lake once you get to deer camp, and you're not going in the woods until you put yourself in that water. All right. Well, so small we, price. To we pay. also doubled the ante on us, so we have two jumps a year. We got a bow season jump and a and a deer season is, uh, gun is, season jump. Is that a this this year thing? Uh, this is, I think, our third third official I know year. I jumped in that uh, water wherever so, it may be. More than once. So you know, downstate, you know, we'll hunt October first or whatever. But if we're not if we get up north the second or third week, that's when you're jumping in. So you're not you're not hunting the big woods until right. you put yourself in the water. And it's comical. So the buddies will come. We'll have some plus ones. Some guys will show up in the middle of the season. They're going in the water. So it's funny. So how many years is it? You said three years since you've been doing the double jump in the river. Yeah, three years or since lake. the double jump. So how many years would you say you guys have been going up there? Uh, going up there. So we actually hunt a family cabin up there. It's my family. We hunt 120 acres of private land. Okay. And then it butts up to about 300 plus of state. But we have a little bit of private on the backside of uh, some neighbors that we have access to. So all in all, we get to hunt it in the neighborhood of like 350, 400 acres. Not bad at all. And it's it's not bad, but it's the big woods. So yep. it's not ag land. You know, yep. we're we're north of uh, Zilwaukee a couple hours. And uh, we like it up there. I mean, it's definitely different hunting than downstate, which we do some hunting, like we said, in Oakland County and Genesee. Like, farmland hunting is a completely different beast than the big woods. Yep. You know, we're really hustling to find those pinch points and, mm-hmm. you know, find those valleys, find those thick areas of cover where they're all bedded up in. And uh, so, basically, we've been up there for a while, as my family has, but we really started hunting it hard probably about 10 years ago. We've just been building and the last couple years we've been putting in food plots up north which you know up north in that sandy soil it's difficult but it's been a fun learning curve up there Mm -hmm. and we kind of started doing plots down here so we could learn how to do it how to do it in better soil conditions so we took that learning you know we're being young we know we're still in our mid-20s we're trying to build some money so we can afford to do these things which is a struggle you know a lot of these bigger organizations are guys that are successful in their careers and have some money to play with so yep. we're not we're not necessarily like that you know we're all self-funded it's just us a bunch of guys messing around in the woods and in the lakes and you know max is big into the water too mm-hmm. which we can get into later but um as far as our deer camp goes it's 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 just been a growing tradition and it's uh pretty enjoyable and i think within the last few years we've had growing success there success so we've Definitely honing in, I'd say, on our property. And, well, and, that's the and same. we're growing as hunters, obviously, right. too. Right. With a mixture of what you're talking about, growing as hunters, hunting the property for longer, you're able to be able to figure out those areas and those pinch points and be able to say, okay, well, I've sat in this spot or this couple trees for two years, and now I can tell my deer are all coming from over this way. You can kind of slide and shift yep. and move around a little and bit. And you're even taking those experiences. You know, I'm 27 now. Kelby's 
20 going on 28 here shortly and uh you know i've been hunting that land since i was 12 or younger but you learn a lot even just thinking back now of like oh when i was 12 the deer were doing this like yep. you know i was just sitting in the woods at that point not with not much know-how yeah but you could still see deer and like now i'm kind of piecing those puzzle pieces back like together yep. and be like all right the deer are doing this because of xyz like you know the ag land down here you, it makes sense they're coming out to the field to eat right why are they going up and down this ridge what's on the back side of that ridge that's better you know now you start to learn the browse and what they're what what they're doing and why yep. and seasonal too you know summer versus non and Yep, where again you figure out those summer patterns, and you can watch the crap out of them on trail cameras for a long time, and then once it hits the right time, it's just. I mean, we've been lucky where we hone in on some some guys, and we get to watch them grow all summer in velvet. Yep. And then there's been years where we don't get to watch anything grow, and we just see like some young guys moving through. We always seem to have the deer showing up in the November time frame, you yep. know, right when it when you want pops to. off, which is fine, and and a lot of properties are like that, but it's also like we try to leave some areas unpressured where it's like the deer are probably in there but i'm just going to leave my camera and myself out of there right so you guys were saying you've got basically private public private right in those in those sections yeah so it's all private conjoined so i mean that's a little in the neighborhood of 200 acres so have you been noticing it doesn't sound like it's a massive section of public but how are you able – have you noticed very many people ch- coming in there that aren't from your camp? I mean, just because so it is public. So. Yeah, it is public. So, I mean, we're always going to have, like, the little bit of curveballs of people in there. We have a certain – like, the more easily accessible side to the public is hunted yep. by a handful of guys. And we kind of know where they're at just from years. We never physically talk to them, but we know where they're at. We have them – you know, their general locations marked on, like, hunt stand or hunt Yeah, they wise. don't stray too far. They're pretty consistent each year kind of yeah. the same So spot. we kind of, like, hunt around them, so to speak. And we let them do what they're going to do, and we kind of plan for it. But, you know, we got – it's a typical spot. I feel like a lot of people have the same experience where, you know, we plan. We're, you know, we're doing stuff all winter or all off season. you know, all spring. We're trying to get out of our – stay out of our spots, you know, come, like, April or May. Yep. Like let them be. be in theory, you know, let the deer be deer, and we're gonna keep our human scent out of there. I mean, they're still here, there, you know, move stands and you know do some plot work here and there, but for the most part, stay away and live about our lives. You know, well, it's just like what you're saying, the experiences yeah. you guys have had. You know, you know, the yeah, more that, you're in there, the less they're. Gonna yeah, be. I mean, that's just in your best interest. But then every year, without a doubt, we got people going in and out of our spots, like on the 14th. Like, there's a oh, lot of really? people that are just. You know, not prepared. Neighbors. (laughs) Neighbors. You know, you can't control your neighbors, you know. I mean, routinely, the last few years, we've had a neighbor show up on the 14th, you know, no matter what day of the year it is, and he'll show up after dark around 8, 9, 10, gas up his four-wheeler and and go bait. And it's like, you know, you're driving. And we have an easement. You know, we're private land. We, You know, we have, you know, it's technically an old gun club from the back in the day. So it's like it's a bunch of hunting cabins, and now it's just kind of, a few less owners and now it's more people just have you know 120s 160s when you know it's a little bigger but uh you can't stop that guy from doing what no, he's doing no, he's, he's, he's got every right, right to yeah. do what he's doing and and we don't we're trying to be good neighbors like we don't argue with these people we we don't step on their way by any means but they're not necessarily helping their success and they're not helping our success when they're doing what well, they're doing well and i think that's part of i was talking to somebody today and i think that's part of like why in a sense michigan has been getting a or has and and will continue until the stuff changes been getting a bad name as far as the hunters and the success and everything because like what you're saying the guy goes out eight nine o'clock 
14th, whatever, it's after dark, you know what I mean? Gassing up the four-wheeler, zipping right back to where you guys are all going to go the next day. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that, hey, whatever deer were there are not going to be there. Or I just had a buddy who told me a story shit, this morning. I was talking to him on the way to work, and he said his father-in-law um, didn't shoot his gun for this year before opening of firearm season. Yep. Just says, well, let's cite it in last year. You know, it's not – I mean, I think that's just – yeah, we have maybe, plenty maybe. of guys that don't prepare like they should. We got neighbors who will feel like at the daylight on the fifteenth, I'm going to set it in. I, you know. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, all the bad things can go. Like, we'll tell you a story in a little bit once we get into it. But you know, a lot of bad things can go against you, and you can still get it done. Well, and that's which it. is a great, great because yeah. it tells you like, you know, anything can happen. Anything can time. happen, Any which minute. is the beauty of being out there but at the same time it could still be painful like right. it's not oh, yeah. necessarily enjoyable it's, it's just like a freaking knife to my heart when i see all that i'm like oh god it's like so hard put yeah. so much time and effort in there for someone to just come out there and i mean anytime care. you're on state land it's a you're you know rolling the dice like somebody could come up on you somebody could well, you know I, a bird hunter could come by i yeah. mean it, i mean you know we, we're public landowners. That's kind of what it is, right? Yeah. And, I mean, just watching, like, the hunting public pot yep. uh, challenge. Yeah. That was fun to watch. That was cool. They were up on people. All the time. And they were upbeat about it, which I loved it. But, like, those guys hunt a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, you know, for the most part, you know, as much as I don't want to call myself a weekend warrior, we're, we're weekend warriors. You, and we use yeah. our, you know, we have our ruckations when we can. But Well, and that's you can even get that on private. We just had a guy uh, over this last weekend, too, same thing. We... We were planning on hunting all day. It was so unbelievably slow on Friday for us. It was just incredibly slow. And it, yeah, it had to have been Friday. And so we peeled out, and we were just going to go from where we were at. At like 1130, we left, drove into town. We were back in the stand by 1. And, I mean, it wasn't very long. Go in, grab something to eat, come right back. So come to find out, we checked our camera. Uh, oh, Kevin went back, and it was where he was sitting. And next to his blind, he got up the next morning, he walks in, gets daylight, and in the snow, he can see tracks. Somebody was walking People right tracks. past our blind. And so we kept walking, followed the tracks, walked right past one of our trail cameras. So we got a picture of a guy on trail camera. And it's like, well, what the heck? I mean, the guy's walking back on private property. We had, My dad posted, it's actually a lease, and my dad posted no trespassing signs on it. And they've got to be every 30 feet. Along Can't the property, miss them. oh, it's impossible to miss right. them. So the guy would have had to walk right by him. But uh, come to find out, in that hour and a half or two hour time span that we were gone, where Kevin would have been able to see on the top of the riverbank, the guy—it's his family property right next to us—had put built an elevated platform, put a pop-up tent on top of it, and had shot out. Technically, it's on our lease, but we're—it's gray area whether he talked to the owner that we lease from or not but shot it off of his property. Buck ran down in the river bottom right between us and died in the river. And that's what the guy was doing that night after we left out of there. He walked in, found, found the deer in the river, and they drug it up the other side and took it off. So whether or not I, we still to, you know, don't know if that guy was even able to do that. He told us the next day that he did, and we didn't bring it up like, well, did you talk to the landowner? Because it's a fine line. Like, we're leasing it from him, so he said treat it as your own, put on the same token. We don't have There's either. a lot of stuff in Michigan where it's like you don't want to, like, uh, yeah, you don't want to ruffle feathers. Well, I mean, and we've A lot of stuff that set you back exactly. years. Well, and that's it, too. We've been there for a few years, and we're finally starting to get used to the property, so the last thing we want to do is piss the neighbor off and 
everything to go way worse. Yeah, yeah. they can make it so you don't have too much fun out there. You Before know, you know it, yeah. Your TV rides, shooting guns, exactly. or just kind of harassing. The tree stands are gone, or the neighbors starts to say. Well, and they're and they're not dumb. They know we're there. Same thing, like what you're saying. I mean, we take middle of the week off when we have time or we have the availability, but we're out there on weekends. So who's to say the guy lives right there? He's not zipping his quad through the property during the week when we're not there. You'll never know. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, you never know. I so mean, we travel to and from our properties for the most part, too. So it's like what's going on out there, we can't, you know, mention, we can't afford all these nice cell phone cameras. And I mean, we had the same thing happening this year as you did, you know, Friday. <laughs> I'm sitting there 200 yards away. I got a trail camera on, a, you know, a daytime scrape. Yep. Picture the neighbor walking through, not yep. wearing orange, has a gun in his hand. You know, he could have been tracking a deer. We don't know. Yeah. You know? But if you're tracking a deer, what more what more opportunity to wear orange than if, you, if you're tracking something during the middle I of the mean, day? The, I mean, I mean Kelby can go on the story, but I'll, I'll kind of kick it off and transfer it over. But, like, you know, the way we have it up there is we have our private continuous property. Mm-hmm. And then we have two, access to two neighbors' properties that aren't necessarily – they're not connected to ours. They're adjacent properties. So we use the easement to our advantage to get to those properties via you know most more often than not when we're hunting we're walking yeah and uh you know low low impact is what we're thinking well kelby's we all you know hunt the first day and we pull our trail cameras you know we don't we're not going to rush in there at night and pull our trail cameras you know yeah. you do what you want but personally we you know especially when it's hunting time we're gonna you, hunt you, our spots we'll pull our cameras as we hunt them well yeah if you're especially if it's on your way in and out right grab so, it, grab so that's what out. we're doing so on the on opener we get back we all did a whole day sit on opener yeah and uh, opener, we get back, we're reviewing trail camera footage, like all getting excited what kind of bucks, because this is the time of year we're starting to have these bucks show up on camera. And we're going through the our inventory. We see a nice buck show up on the 14th, 10 a.m., broad daylight, yep. nice eight-pointer. And uh, he's, a be- he's a beauty, you know, grayling up there in the big woods. He's a, you know, he's three and a half, four and a half. We, we're going to... Well, foreshadow the deer might have gotten shot, so we'll get it aged. But uh, you know, fourteenth, like prime time, and that's making it feel real good. So too, that's you know, know getting you yeah. excited. Well, then you scroll forward a few pictures. Fifteenth, ten o'clock, the neighbor is walking by. Ten o'clock in the morning. Ten o'clock in the morning. Seven minute difference. Seven minute difference of the buck. seven minutes in one day. Yep. Yep. He's hunting. He's got a gun, lever yeah. action. No cam, no orange. I mean, you can see a full body picture. There's not a speck of orange on the guy. Not his property. Not his property. I mean, he's close to his property, but he's not on the trail. Like, use the trail, your easement. Yeah. And, uh, you know, doing his thing. And it's just like, well, that just deflates us yeah. immediately. Like, dude, well, you're standing right where that nice deer was. And that's the same you you need to talk to Kevin about this because he's he's so high and freaking low about deer hunting, but it's the yeah, same. I mean, this store is yeah. the lows and oh, yeah. in two clicks on your camera. Well, and it's yeah. the same thing. He he's like he went from so we had a bunch of like smaller bucks, and that was the one nice eight point that we had. So as soon as he found out that day, or that night that uh, that guy shot it, he's like, all right, well at least I know every doe that comes out that I want to put in the freezer, I can just whack it and not have to worry about anything about it. Yeah, nothing good, big following. But yeah, you but also hunting, never know. hunting, you yeah. never know what's you never in know. the woods. Try telling him that. So though. it's he's, like. Yeah. I mean, on top of that, we all saw deer on gun opener on the full day, but Kelby actually had ended up having a neighbor, a different neighbor, walk up behind him at eleven o'clock in the morning. After I already had so the Kelby, you can kind of like by the day before, drive by at seven twenty that morning. Yeah, on a four wheeler okay, so, right, to so and from. Let's talk about that. So seven twenty opening morning. All right, so opening morning, you know, I already know I had a neighbor in the area the day before. 
I already had a, a buck the day before, you know, on camera. 720, I'm set. I've been set for hour 40, you know, set at 540. Neighbor drives by me at 720 in the morning. 120 yards away, I know it's the easement. Can't do much about it, but it's pretty upsetting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm trying not to move. Got a good wind. And then there he goes. It's like, all right, well, nothing I can do about it. You know, two hours later, see a nice, you know, four point chasing two does. So I was like, well, my my day's not ruined. You know, yeah, I mean, day, anything it's not over. Happen. Yeah, anything could happen. You know, take like, you could have cars drive by every ten minutes. You know, sometimes deer just don't care. Yep. So uh, here comes like eleven forty. I was you know kind of dozing off in my stand, and all of a sudden I hear a guy talking twenty yards behind me, and you know it startles me, and I just kind of like whoa. I look back there, and I, I honestly thought it was going to be the neighbor I had on trail camera the day before, and I was about to let the dude have it. So was this guy – so what are you sitting in? Are you sitting in I'm a in a uh, lock-on stand. Freestyle. Okay, all right. And uh, so I'm just waiting to, you know, have this guy walk a little bit closer to me, you know, kind of see what he's doing. Like, hey. And he's kind of looking around. He's confused. You know, he didn't expect to hear any, anybody back here. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, tracking a deer. I shot it last night. And I thought I was about to hammer the guy, you know, thinking you shouldn't have shot a gun last night. Right, you right. Know, this and this. Yeah, this is the 15th. <laughs> and next thing I know, it's actually the cool neighbor. You know, we got a cool neighbor up there. and um, yeah, A couple of Vietnam vets, good guys. Oh, cool. They have they also own 120 on the, the backside that we kind of have access to, but we just stay off and let them hunt their hunt. Yeah. You know? And I actually seen the tracks that he's following, the, the deer tracks behind me. You know, they were pretty big and fresh, and I was looking at them. He's like, yeah, I'm on a bled trail, you know. I'm like, what'd you shoot? He's like, I shot a six-point. I'm like, oh, all right. So I'm kind of looking on the ground. You know, I actually see some blood in the snow. So I was like, man, I, I should have seen that earlier, you yeah, know. Yep. And uh, I'm like, you need help? And he's like, no, I'm good. He's like, but you tell me where we're at. I don't really know where I am. And I, I was kind of, you know, thinking about it real quick. I was like, well, the dude's already about to walk all over my, my setup. So I was like, well, I mean, I'll tell you where we're at. You know, the cabins are that way, but I'm going to get down and I'm going to help you, you know. So, you know, I get down. You know, we walk blood. this property a lot of it. Like, we know where I we're at, was, you know. Right? I mean, Plus, we're at his spot. But, like, we know pretty much anywhere around right. there. So then uh, I get down on the ground. You know, I'm. it was cold out there. You know, I have all my clothes on, bibs and everything. And I said, uh, if we see – he didn't have a weapon with him. You know, we're tracking this deer. And I, it was gun season, you know. So, I mean, I had my gun. I told yeah, the guy. So now it's like, noon on opener. If we see it, I was like, hit the deck. You know, I'm not trying to shoot your deer or whatever, but you I'm, not, I'm also not letting it get away. You know, and, you know, right. we just kind of BSed our whole way. Uh, come to find out, it's the first buck the dude's ever shot in 52 years. Oh, no kidding. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, I don't care if I see a deer the rest of the day. I'm like, if, I, if I'm if i walking with this If dude, you're part of that guy's story when he finds that buck. His yeah. first and this one guy ever. Is, he's a character, but he's he a total a nice guy. Okay. And so it's like, and he was on a walkie-talkie talking to his brother because his brother could, you know, he wasn't physically fit to go do this. Yeah. So he's by himself. Yeah, doesn't like know where two he's brothers at. own a cabin. All they do is hunt, but the one should has no business tracking. So gotcha. You know, so uh, we find a couple of deer beds, track it for about 800 yards. It double backed, and uh, it kind of started walking through an area where we already walked down. So we couldn't really follow the tracks anymore, and the blood thinned out, and. You know, yeah, we're in the snow uh, up there, so it's pretty easy. Yeah, easy it's easy going tracking, track. you know. I mean, we were walking steady. I mean, it wasn't just like a couple drops, you know. I mean, it was pretty consistent. And he kind of looks at me, and he was telling me, he's like, I don't have any idea what I'm doing, I'll be honest with you. He's like, well, what do you think? And I was like, well, man, I said, I've tracked a good amount of deer in my life. Uh, your blood's pretty consistent. This deer's already gone maybe 1,800 yards. 
from where know, he said he shot it. From where his and I know where it stands like, at. He's an everyday sitter. Like I'm gonna sit here. They've got their box blinds and they're gonna sit them. Okay. So we know exactly like this deer's this deer's 160-ish acres away from where so it was shot. So it's made a good jaunt from where it got so shot. So I was like, honestly, um, the deer could be dead. You know, you never know. I mean, I don't know where he hit it. You know, I asked him where he hit it. He sat behind the shoulder. You know, he had the bolt. It was a pass. through It was a pass through. But it was only bleeding out of the right side, and I was like, blood's not crazy amount, you know. I mean, not awesome. By what do they say? You got to lose like six, seven quarts, you know. I mean, I, I didn't see the first part of the blood trail, but I was like, honestly, didn't I find don't any think, beds. We found a couple or two. Yeah, he said he found like four, and then I saw one or two. Okay. So uh, the blood in the beds wasn't even that prevalent, and I kept telling him, I was like, usually when these deer bed down, you know, they can kind of lick their wound and they kind of like clean it up, up, you know. Yeah. So uh, I was like, I personally don't think it's dead, you know. Um, I could be wrong, you know. You never know, but I, I, I lost the tracks. Um, I lost the blood. I don't know which way it went. We already kind of all walked through here and come to find out where we were searching. The guy actually walked through on the 15th too, so there was an extra set of tracks there. Gotcha. And so it was just. It's like, who are these people tracks? Right, <laughs> like, exactly. These aren't ours. <laughs> so he kind of looked at me, you know, he's already been looking for this deer since 7 a.m. They looked the night before. So, I mean, they had, you know. So that's a lot of, of commotion, which is like. Oh, yeah. You're, it is you're, what it you're is. tromping all over everything, right? And I told him, I was like, honestly, Joe, I was like, I don't think it's dead. I said, if anybody in our hunting camp sees it, we all got a tag. We'll tag it for you. You know, we'll take it down, you know, and we'll do what we can, but. They relocate to Tennessee like this time of year, and they're gone for the year. So it's like, so we we ended up not finding it. So here I am sweating. It's cold out. I uh, I sent him back on his way. You know, told him where he was at. Told him the trail system to take, and there he went and headed back to my stand. And what do you know? I'm sitting there and. 2.45, you know, two hours before sundown, neighbor drives by again on his ATV, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just like rolling with the punches. Night, and it was just, it was nonstop. Jeez. I felt like I couldn't get away from it. I had good daylight pictures of bucks in there, and I just knew, I said, we drive around ATVs in here. It's not going to scare these deer. You know, yeah, we walked through here, but they could have been three miles away. Right. They could, be, they could be making a big trek in the middle of the day, too. Yeah, who knows? You Something. never know. I mean, you got and and ultimately, and I didn't see nothing. We don't have that today. many options of places to sit unless right. we just jump in the truck and hit more state land, which is you know, you know, an not option. out of the realm. Not out, but like, you know, you kind of put your eggs in one basket or well, a couple baskets, so to speak. And you know, our baskets were running out. Right. That's the whole thing about having a camp with a group of guys is you're like, ah, we'll all be here. Like, we'll all be in one general area. And I've bounced yeah. around years before, and it's like I sat somewhere one year up there, and I sat there six days straight seen a couple of those or whatever the the day i leave nice eight pointer shows up i'm not there and you're just sitting there thinking like well i wish i didn't have a trail camera i would have yeah. never known that you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm dealing with right now too so just you know so, things can be deceiving so 245 guy yep. zips by yep i don't see a deer rest of the day you know it's like all right my days are wrong i'm sitting here you know you never know what could happen i got a gun in my hand no deer so it's like, all right, you know, I talked to everybody else that day. You know, we all get back to camp. We're like, holy so cow, is, man! So you're ro- is, way to roll with the punches, like so way this, to power through. Like, why didn't you move? So did anybody besides? So you didn't see very many. You didn't see any deer. I saw three. I saw them at nine forty that morning. I seen a four point chasing two does. Oh, that's right. Two hours after that. Like, so what was uh, the in general? our hunting camp? I think we all saw deer on opener. There's a good amount of gunshots. A um, couple guys downstate that hunted a different deer lease that we hunt. 
they uh, both shot one, one of them shot deer on uh, the morning of gun opener. He shot a six point, and then at our deer camp, nobody shot anything. No okay. A couple of miles down the road, my cousin got a or my uncle got a doe, rather. But uh, I had a six point in my crosshairs on opener on about four o'clock. Nothing I was really interested in shooting. Okay. Already, already got a couple of does in the freezer, so it's like kind of want a nice like wall mounter yep. or, or something that like you know I'm proud of. You Just know, a mature deer. You mature know? deer, like three and a half, two and a half, and really nice two and a half, three and a half, four and a half year old deer. You know, that's what we're kind of targeting up there. Kind of, you know, we can get into kind of personal beliefs later. Right, I mean, this right. has nothing to do with Michigan hunters by any means, and we don't promote or push any sort of an APR or any of that no, agenda happy with, you know? You know, Michigan yeah. Hunter's all about it's legal, we'll share it, we'll brag about it, way to go, we love pure Michigan, you know. But, uh, you know, personally, like, I'm kind of like a APR hybrid, like, climb your own personal ladder. Yeah, no, that makes a lot like, of sense. I want to move up the rung, you know, but if you want to hang out on that rung for a deer or two, I'm not going to knock you. Yeah. But, like, you know, there's a lot of those APR QDM guys that have a, you know, a a box of those racks in their garage and they're preaching one thing, but it's like, dude, yeah, that's not I, how you grew up on. Yeah, but it's no. tough, you know, yeah. it, it, it's real tough. You know, you start passing deer for three, four years. I'm not going to say that you're going to lose interest in the sport, but you know, people want to get a deer down too, you know? Yep. So how do you, you know? Yeah. You know, the there's so, a lot of it's, it's brown it down. I want to get that buck. And then there's like, Hey, do your own personal thing. So, so at least you guys are, it sounds like you, everybody was seeing deer. So that makes it easy for day two. Well, day one, <laughs> At the end of the day, that's when we figured out that the guy was walking through that morning, and that's when I got the buck track. So that kind of so pieced it all we together, like, oh, like, night. excited, bummed, what's going on? We all saw deer, like, hey, day two it is. Like, yep. So everybody goes back out. Yeah, we went yep. to bed so kind of early that night. So I decided not to go out super early the next day. I knew the guy was going to drive by at 7 a.m. I was like, I'm going to kind of let him drive by, kind of let the four-wheeler spook the deer maybe out a little bit before I walk through. Use that four-wheeler noise to your advantage. Just kind of waltz in there. Yeah, because, you know, I mean. In the big woods, it's dead quiet up there. I mean, it seems to be not much wind, and it's quiet. It's quiet. So next thing you know, I kind of get into a little bit of a conversation that morning with the neighbor. You know, he came up to me, you know, pretty vulgar. I told the guy I didn't appreciate the way he was talking to me, you know. What, what about? Oh, he, he didn't think I was on his proper. I he thought I was trespassing. Okay. He, the guy's seen me for about 10 years up there. We know who he is, but for some reason he can't remember anybody. Okay. And he thought I was trespassing. I told the guy, I said, uh, I have permission to hunt here. I said, you do not have permission to hunt here, but we're still on the easement. And, you know, nothing was solved. He kind of just left. And Kind of uh, like a grumpy old man. Yeah. And then the confrontation's been like basically on a revolving door for – and I didn't really a long time, this. you know. I thought I was going to actually talk to uh, the guy we had on trail camera. Gotcha. If I knew I was going to sit right there and talk to the same guy that we could have this conversation with every day, I know it's not going to change anything. Right. I really thought I was going to talk to the guy on the trail camera. Stunk in their ways, grumpy old man. Wants to always err on the side of that could be a trespasser. I need to come in hot. Yeah. So right after that <laughs> confrontation, I actually think I had a deer run by me uh, 10 minutes after it, which I was like pretty shocked. Cause I had a, one of my buddies tell me that heard me all the way across the lake, which is like a mile or two. So, I mean, I know it wasn't quiet. Yep. And you know, we got our guns in our hand and it's like, I think I had a deer run by me, but I never seen it stood there. Nothing happened. Lo and behold, nobody in the whole camp saw a deer that whole day. Oh really? Somebody saw one deer. A tail for like tail. a flash second. I was like, all right, well that's pretty, uh, pretty down. Disappointing. You know? We, we heard 
a third the amount of gunshots the whole day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was tired, quiet, cold, quiet woods. No deer. And Saturday was a feel like temperature of zero Saturday morning. Yeah. So it was, so they should have been up and kicking it's, around. It's, and it's a crispy morning for you. <laughs> like yep. it's your first time sitting in that cold temperature of the year. It's not warm. So then it's like, all right, everybody, like. Deer season isn't over, yeah. <laughs> you know. So is like, this? Yeah, we're not seeing nothing. So is this through the middle part of the day, or the or whole day Saturday through the end of the day? Okay. No. So okay. first two days, no, nobody, nobody. We all sat for a whole day on the opener, and then uh, half of us sat for a full day on second day. Okay. And I still saw nothing in the middle of the day. But, uh, we I mean, were trying to hoping with that moon phase that they're going to be cruising midday. You know, don't get set at sun up. But. Well, and part of it too, it was. I'm sure you guys, you guys said you had a bunch of snow and moon was nice and high. Dude, it so was a bulb in the sky, it's man. Nice you didn't you, you need didn't, a flashlight on dude. your way to your spot. I mean, you could use one to be safe, but I like, shot you didn't deer need it. that morning. Well, that's you know? that's like my brother when we were going out opening night, and uh, he texts me. And I was sitting there waiting because I had deer out in front of me. And I'm already 10 minutes past. You don't know when time. to get out and leave. And that's what he said. It he, doesn't get he dark. He texts me. He's like, hey, I don't have the digest. When's, my, when's the last time I can shoot him? Like 12 minutes ago, dude. I'm like, right. you're done. Yeah, it's well, like you can sit there, but it's like even waiting for like, you know, you're, you're waiting for dark 30 to yeah, go exactly. walk out to the truck into the shadows. Dark 30 never came. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you just feel like, all right, I guess I'm going to unload my gun and walk out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, Which so, is the worst. Yeah, you know, I'd You're just a very me. clear shadow walking right out of the woods. Yeah. Okay. So, so then there's day two. Day three. Then day three, day, you day know, three. it's like, uh, you know, we're still pretty gung-ho about it. You know, I mean, we've hunted long enough to know anything can happen. I mean, I've uh, shot a deer on the fourth morning before, which is a tough morning to get up. Yeah. So it's just like got to do morning's, gotta Third morning's not that great either. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse, right? So then uh, we kind of, we all, everybody gets ready before me that morning. You know, I woke up first, kind of sat there, hung around, just knowing that the guy's going to go by me again, you know. Had the confrontation day two, day three. I mean, put the salty so stubborn. It don't matter to him, you know. Yep. So it's like, you know what, I'm going to beat this guy out just so I don't meet him on the trail, you know. I'm not trying to upset anybody. And so everybody kind of goes to their stand. And uh, Martin, right at sunup, kind of texts us like, well, my uh, tent collapsed. I didn't make any noise this morning. I had ice and <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad plastic <laughs> and ice isn't loud at all. <laughs> so I sat a new spot that, like, we set up, like, a couple weeks prior that threw the tent up and – Tent was collapsed by snow. I get there. So the morale is Hour and 20 strong. minutes before. Jesus. And I'm like, well, I'm already here. I already walked a hell of a long way. I'm not going to screw somebody else's hunt by walking somewhere else, you yeah, know. You got to do what you got to do. So I popped it up and made a, made a bunch of noise. But you're sitting in it still. Yep. Up. So and then the other two guys, they were in their stands, you know. It's like we're sitting there, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then it's like 7.15. I'm like, the neighbor hasn't driven by yet. Ooh. So this is like, this is. I'm not going to jinx myself. You know, I said it the day before, and I said he hasn't showed up yet. In 7.15 here he came. I was like, 7.10, no neighbor. 7.20, no neighbor. And I was just thinking, this dude's about to drive by me at 7.45, <laughs> 8 o'clock, and then I might he, vacate this area. He's not texting the group. He's keeping it to himself. Well, he doesn't he's, want to jinx know, it. He's had day, day three blues, too, as well. He's like, I'm tired of getting up. So yeah, I'm everyone's ready. questioning it, right? So Half like a 7.30, campus. and I'm like, the neighbor didn't drive by this morning, guys. I said, maybe my conversation worked. Maybe the dude's done hunting. Maybe he's upset at the other guy because I told him that his hunting group's not wearing orange, you know. Like, right. Something happened. And so it's like 730, no neighbor. I said, all right, well, this is a sign from God. I was like, he drives by every year, you know, sometimes earlier, sometimes later, you know. I know it's going to happen, but, you know, and no deer that morning. 
8 o'clock, no deer. 9 o'clock, no deer. 10 o'clock. We nine, finally was, start like seeing deer. I think. One person, seen one. Next person, seen two. Third person, seen a deer. And I was like, you guys got to be kidding me. Nobody's seeing deer out here. And I was like, all of you just seen a deer in 10 minutes. I said, yeah, I that's think not I, fair. And I think I saw the first one of the day at 10 yards from my, from my tent. Noisy ass tent. <laughs> and uh, I was like, all right, well, at least other people are seeing deer. You know, I'm not all down or out. You know, I don't have to see deer to have fun or, right. you know, whatever. Lo and behold, I'm sitting there. Next thing you know, I got a huge body deer walking down the hill. And I was about to text him and be like, ha, ha, I saw a deer too, you know, but I decided not to, you know. And uh, this deer's coming down the hill. I got the binos on it. It's maybe about like 80 yards when I first see it. I'm actually sitting on the ground this morning. I'm actually sitting closer to the Y where the neighbor drives by because I've seen fresh buck tracks in the bottom and it's closer to the active scrape, you know. And the wind of that morning was just a better better sit in that location. Because if I was sitting in my uh, other stand, it would have been blowing right on this main runway. So it's like I got a big deer walking through. I see a a rack on it. I don't know if it's a shooter yet. You know, I'm not trying to just shoot something. And uh, it gets a little closer. Get the binos on it. Get a little better view. I'm like, this thing's heading right to me. And it's a shooter. Perfect. "Uh Uh-oh. I was like, they're seeing deer, but I'm about to shoot one. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And uh, it comes a little closer. I finally, I pick my gun up. It's maybe about like 40 or 50 yards. And uh, I try stopping it. You know, I'm not really trying to shoot a moving deer. And, you know, and I, you know, I go, meh. And it looks the opposite way as me. And it stops behind a tree. Perfect. I'm like, great. It's like the one opportunity I have this thing to stop at like 40 yards. And it looked the other way, which is cool, but it's behind a tree. Yeah. Takes one more step. Bang. You know, I shoot. Runs off like mad, and, uh, yeah, it was five minutes, but it, it felt like five seconds. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, well, you're, by that time, you're, you're locked right on. Yeah. And all I seen was tall G2s on this deer. You know, I didn't count points. I saw a big body, a shot, yeah. you know. So it's like I, I, I call Martin at this point. Or they're all texting. They're like, who shot? Who shot? Who yeah, shot? Yeah, you can hear it. And everybody's you know? like, no, not me, yep. not me, not me. And I'm like, I just shot the big eight. I'm like, I know what deer I just seen. I shot the big eight. I don't know if I hit it. <laughs> I shot at it. But I shot yeah, it. It ran away. <laughs> so I call Martin. I'm like, I just shot a deer. You know? I mean, I don't shoot too often or nothing. So it's like, all right. Yeah, tell I know me it's got to be like up. a pretty decent deer to, for him to pick up I grew up, up in gun. Texas. I got spoiled. Yeah, well. When I'm coming up here, you know, it's like uh, these deer, their bodies are so big. It was hard for me at first. You know, it's like button buck looks like a mature doe. Right. You know, I mean. Compared to Texas, compared to Texas bodies, you know. And so I shoot. I call Martin. I'm like, I just shot a deer. I was like, I don't know if I hit it. I don't want everybody coming out here. Right. Just let it sit. You know. He's like, all right, all right. And then uh, I call my girlfriend. I'm like, I just shot a deer, and she knows that I don't shoot a lot of deer, you know, because she's been in the stand with me, and I pass them up. She's begging me to shoot, you know. It's like, no, 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 I don't want that one. And I'm like, I can't stop shaking. I was like. This is 15 minutes of shaking, the so I hang up on dump. the phone with her. You know, usually you know, I'm excited for a little while, but for some reason, like this one just got me going. Yep. And uh, 15 Which is minutes, exactly what you want. Oh, I'm oh, not yeah. complaining about it. So then I'm sitting there, and you know, you're second, you're guessing yourself at that point. You know, with a rifle, you're hoping you drop them, or you know, you can see blood on the snow or whatever. And I was just like, I don't know if I hit it. I kept picking my gun up. Is that where I shot it? You know, was it behind this tree? Right. You know, and. Martin's on his way, and 
I'm sitting there and I finally stop shaking. It's like 15 minutes. And I'm like, you know, kind of at peace with myself. You know, I'm calm. I'm ready to go see, you know, hit her. I didn't, you know, yeah. I don't want to lose. You're going to find you know, out one way to lose. It's not cloud nine. We still got that question. And I just this. texted Martin. I'm like, I can't stop shaking, you know. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I see another deer or the same deer. I didn't know. And I was like, if I just miss this deer and it's coming and back it, to me, I was like, this is going to be a hell of a story. <laughs> so it's like I got the binos up there, and it's exactly where I saw the first deer run out of the field of view, you know. I'm like, maybe I missed it, and he's curious, or there was a hot doe that traveled through there, you know. And I got the binos up, and I see a nice – I thought I saw four on one side, you know. I thought it was a good mainframe eight-pointer. And it's about 80 yards, and it comes into my field of view. Bang, I shoot again, you know. I knew it wasn't the same deer when I got a good look at it, but I knew it, you know, kind of met my requirement. You know, I'm looking for a three-and-a-half or older. Points don't matter, you know, big, big mature deer. Big-bodied deer, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm aiming for. It drops in its tracks. I'm like, all right. Call Martin up. I'm like, hey, Martin, <laughs> I just shot another one. At this it, point, I'm, like, like, out what? of my spot. I'm meandering my way towards him. And actually, like slow roll, not in a rush by any means. To backtrack a little bit, I texted Martin, hey, don't come yet. There's a big deer in the bottom of this ravine, which he wasn't even at camp yet, you know, to go get the side by side. But I was thinking I didn't want him to come in and spook the deer because I knew he was on the way. So it's like big deer, you know, and then deer. I was over 1,500 yards away. I had quite a little bit of a journey to get there. So that one drops. I call Martin up. I'm like, I just shot another one. He's like, what? He's like, I figured you got antsy and started walking down the hill, saw your deer, and shot it again or something. I'm like, no. Yeah, because the game plan is I was going to go help him get the first one and hope, you know, hope it didn't wasn't some goose chase by any means. And then uh, he's like, what? He's like, well, Mitchell's with me, you know, his brother. He's like, so he knows about it. But he's like, our other buddy has no idea that you shot. And it's like, well, I don't know. I shot another deer. <laughs> you know, I didn't really care about too much about the story at that point. So he gets to the, the cabin, drives the side-by-side out, and I told him, I got one laying in the bottom. You know, I don't know where this other deer is. I don't want you to drive up to me. You know, park at the Y, walk in, you know, and we'll see what happens. So uh, he walks in. He finds the first deer. You know, I'm kind of – He's he still on his to perch I'm still on my spot, you know, thinking the second deer could get up and run. Yeah. I could so see the Yeah, I checked the that first one. I, like, slow roll on the first kill. You know, make so sure he it's walks good. up to the first or one, you know, it's one, down. Right. He's like, and then I was like, well, what'd I get? You know, I knew it was a mature deer. I thought I'd seen four on the one side. He's like a six point. I was like, what? You know, I thought, I thought it was eight. You know, I yep. thought I saw four on one side. You know, I wasn't upset, you know, because I knew it was a mature deer. And we walked down to it. Super excited. But I was like, I know this first one's bigger, you know. Yeah. Like, I really want to find this deer. And we go to the. The spot which I shot, and it was like a five-foot circle of hair, you know, and a little bit of, like, uh, guts. And I'm like, well, I hit it. You know, that's a start, you know. I mean, it was quartered away. So, I mean, I didn't feel too bad that it was a gut shot, you know. It wasn't perfectly broadside, but I was like, all right, I hit it. He's like, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, we walked a little bit, maybe like 20 yards. We found a couple spots of blood, you know, a little bit of, like, at the point of impact and a little bit, you know, 20 yards further. I'm like, it's been an hour. Right. It's a gun, you know, with a bow. I probably would have waited a little longer. And uh, let's just follow the tracks a little bit, you know. Let's get a feel for kind of what happened. There. there was a little bit of blood splatter at the spot, but not not much. So we go 20 yards, find another spot of blood. I'm following snow like, tracks. Right. We go another 20 yards, a little bit bigger spot of blood. And then 20 yards later, it's like, Martin, 
I see the deer. <laughs> He's like, don't move. He's like, I want to see it, you know, in case we got to shoot or something, you know, when we walk up to it. And we're both looking at it. We walk up, you know, and it expired probably pretty quick, you know. I mean, it wasn't stiff yet, but, I mean, it, 60 yards. I mean, it went 60 yards in 20 seconds. Yeah. There was no thrashing pile or anything. No. It, so it just ran and died. It ran and died. Which is exactly it, what you hoped. It ended up landing like 25 yards from a tree stand we got. Like another one. <laughs> so, so it's, it's like, like, all right. And then I looked at Martin. I'm like. I think I just tagged out. I said, I, I've never done this before. He's like, well, yeah, that's what you did. Yeah, I'm like, that's how it works, man. Hell yeah. We're all excited and so you know, uh, taking pictures I immediately. I got to uh, up North Bucks in 20 minutes. I got harassed. I felt like the whole weekend, you know, and I just stayed persistent. Knew there was deer in the sign. Everything that you could possibly imagine went wrong besides me dropping my gun out of a tree or falling in a river. Right. You know, and neighbors driving by, people walking up on me, you know, and. 20 minutes later, you know, I got two. Hey. I couldn't believe yeah, it. It's like you just never know what's going to happen. It's just an awesome story because sometimes people are just sitting there all down and out about, you know, X, Y, or Z or, or all three of I haven't seen a deer in four days, you know. Yeah. Well, you can see 10 I mean, the next day. You don't know. Right. So, you can see a Boone and yeah. Crockett deer. You I mean, know? you never know. One of our guys in deer camp was up our last week in a bow. He saw deer f- in a spot, five out of five sits he saw deer like he probably saw 15, 20 deer the whole weekend, which is like kind of unheard of in that area yeah. or hard to do. And then gun opener, he he couldn't like see a deer. To couldn't save his buy life. a deer. So what? So obviously you doubled up. How did everybody else do? So everybody else seen a couple more does or uh, young bucks. But uh, I mean the way our camp sees it too is we kind of want to see the camp successful or the camp have right. a good time. You know, it's not oh I had a successful weekend because I tagged a deer. You know, yeah, you know I had a I had a hell of a weekend. You know, but. Everybody else was just as excited, you know. We oh, yeah. It, it, it's about us getting a deer or, you know, us just hanging out. But yeah, plus, deer like, you know. On top. Well, I know we do the same thing that you guys were talking about. Hey, there's deer here. Hey, there's deer here. I see a buck. I see this. I see that. Yeah. And when I when I get the text from the other couple guys who hunt the lease or whatever who are down the road from me or if I'm sitting on it with them, my immediate thing is, like, I get excited. Yeah. Oh, you I have do. It's, like, immediately ups your Everybody chances. Was like, You're getting pumped. yeah, you just shot one. Like, plus, know? like, you want, you know, everyone to be successful. You know, down here it's, like, you know, we might be, like, uh, ping-ponging the yeah. same deer, well, and which is one thing. Well, and but, like, up north, it's like, we're all seeing different deer right now. Well, and, like, we've get, we've still got a guy on our lease who's never shot a buck before. Yeah. So, and he's been out there for three, four years, and it's like, dude, I I want more than anything for you to shoot yeah. one. Like, I will be so happy and for get, you. And even, you like, being in the stand with him or sitting in a blind oh, with yeah. him, it's like, that's fun. Yeah. Like that's a great time. I mean, I like shooting my own deer for sure, but putting people in the stand yeah. that are either new or relatively inexperienced or even full experience, like sitting with your dad or your grandpa or, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, whatever. We just, I went and sat with my uh, – my buddy went and sat with me the – but on the second day. So the first day it was real Saturday. slow. Second day on Saturday. He was only hunting – uh, Friday. So when did you get out there? I think he drove out hunted Friday Friday night or something. Anyways, he Saturday night was his last hunt. He had to go home after that. So all he wanted to do, he's like, I don't care, buck doe, it doesn't matter to me. Like, well, I've been seeing consistent a couple does at least within the shooting range, and uh, so you can come sit with me if you want. It's a different. It's a little weird because like my dad has property that's 80 acres, and then our lease that the me and three other guys pay on is like I'm half mile down the road. So most everybody sits there just because, you know, I hunt at my dad's place, my dad, my sister do, and my brother. So we don't. Yeah, it's already busy. Yeah, so it's already busy. So everybody else hunts down at the lease. But it's been, it was freaking quiet. Nobody was seeing anything. Deer weren't moving around very much. And all he wants to do is shoot a doe. 
So that's my, the worst. Yeah. So my brother want my brother hunted opening day, and he didn't come back out on Saturday. My dad, and my sister hunted. They always sit together. Pull that thing away from me a little bit. Get you wheezing a little bit. Now we're good. Any, anyways. Uh, I so, thought a deer was about to walk. Up yeah, right. Doing control <laughs> breathing over here. And I was looking around. And I didn't see one. So about to pass out. <laughs> dad, dad and sister are on the other end of the property. So I just asked Dad. I'm like, Hey, do you care if he comes and just shoots a doe? Like it's no, no big deal. So, yeah, whatever. I don't care. He, yeah, he's don't care. in the past. You know, when we didn't have that lease and people wanted to come hunt, that's what it was. Like they'd come sit with me, and we'd all do that together. So, lo and behold, exactly the opposite of what we want to have happen happens. Like. He's trying to shoot a doe, sitting with me. What comes out? Buck. The target buck that I want to shoot. So Saturday night, sitting there together, and a couple does start working their way out, and a nice big tanker of a doe walks out. No fawns. Perfect one to shoot all by herself. She's working her way our way. Gets about so where my neighbor is. My neighbor's really cool about the fact that, like, he's got a 200-yard 200 200 200 deep food plot. So he's all right if I shoot, like, directly out into it as long as I'm not shooting in the back of his plot, which I would, wouldn't want to do anyways. No. And so the deer starts working its way towards us. And I'm like, sweet, dude. you're gonna. This is the doe you want. Like, she's going to be on it. This she, is a trophy doe. Oh, yeah, it's a big doe. I'm like, she's going to come sit right out here, like, 80 to 100 yards. They walk basically the same trail all the way in, and she's going to be real close. And he just bought a uh, – oh, what was, oh, just bought a 450. 450. Because bush bush we have to use shotguns, but that's legal too. Yeah, straight wall. So as she starts working her way down, I, I'm i paying attention to her because I can see her on one side of a pine, and he can't yet. And he's like, hey, there's a buck in the back of the field. I'm like, oh. Okay, so turn, start looking at the back of the field because he's got the gun up, and I've got the binos. I'm like, oh, no. Because he's all lined up ready to shoot this doe. And you don't want to tell him no. And I don't, and I don't want to tell him no. But. And I said, dude, I'm pretty sure I know which buck that is. And started looking at it, and sure enough, it's a nice buck that I've seen since the beginning of October. Real nice, wide eight. What do you do? What do you do? Chasing around a doe, and uh, she's just she's just doing the flirt, you know, just walking around, flicking her tail, doing everything. Because that deer might not even come in. You oh know? yeah, and that's the thing. Like he he's dealing with her. And then he, neither of you got one. And, well, <laughs> getting there. So the, he's doing the flirt, and my buddy's like, "Well, now I feel terrible. Like I don't want I don't want to shoot this doe, and you not shoot that buck." Now we're in a predicament here. I don't know what to do. And thankfully, the buck solved the issue for us, and the doe took off, ran back into the neighbor's woods, and he just followed after. Yeah. So my heart's sweet. Doe's right here. Line up. Get after her. So he's he's all lined up. I have her in the binos. I'm like, okay, yep, whenever you're ready, set the binos down. I plug my ears because I'm sitting right next to him. And he, he lets his doe have it, buckles her. She gets up, takes off. I watched her snowplow into the into underneath the bush into the snow doesn't even move like three perfect. three seconds she's yeah. running she's dead yeah so absolutely perfect exactly what you want and my buddy's like move, opening and closing his mouth because it was so loud in the freaking line he's, <laughs> like, he's like i can't hear anything i didn't because we were talking about him bringing his yep. uh, earmuffs and he never did and so he's trying to like get his hearing back and so his ears aren't ringing and I'm looking at his doe, looking the other way, seeing if there's other deer. There's nothing there. And he's like, dude, that buck just came back out. Okay. Load the gun Turn up. around, look, and, and I hunt with, down here with a muzzleloader. So yeah. all, plenty I'm, accurate. Yeah, plenty good enough. Turn around, look. No shit, that buck came back out. Standing there, the, the, so there was the doe that he shot, and behind him, 
or behind her about 50 yards was another doe with two fawns, a mom with two babies. So he shot the lone one, and it was bigger than the other one anyways. Yep. But these, the doe and two fawns stood right there. Like, after the doe took off, they're just like, well, what happened? Like, See, yeah. they don't know what happened. No, you no, know? no. Just like when I got that one. You oh, know, it's that like, single shot. They, they don't yeah, know. Yeah, they had no clue what was going on. So those, the doe and two fawns are sitting there. There's a bunch of does on the back of the food plot in that block, and they're all just looking. Like, they're like, well, we know something happened. But nobody's blowing, nobody's tails are flicking, nobody's on high alert stomping. They're like, all right, well, we'll just go back to life as it is. Yeah, nothing yeah. else you can do. Because the, the doe sleeping. Yeah, the doe ran, didn't didn't kick, and just died. Like, in the bushes, nobody could see it. So yep. we're perfectly. So now we're sitting here trying to get this freaking buck to come down, grunting, bleating, doing everything I possibly can at him. But, you know, I'm making a lot of noises, and he's got a little honey in front of him, so he doesn't he want even. anything to do with me. So, so how far is he? About 220. I mean, through some trees and stuff. It, the gun itself, I think, is can shoot that far. Yeah. I personally haven't had to shoot it that far. But yeah. And like I said, it's it's shooting back into the neighbor's food plot. He's a great guy. He told me I could, but I just don't feel right doing that. Yeah. If it comes up like halfway, like halfway into his plot, it's completely different. But uh, so sitting here waiting, my buddy's like, all right, well, what do you want me to do? Starting to get closer to dark, and they're really slowly starting to work their oh, way my way. Not move. <laughs> well, I said, well, if you, because he's thinking now, he's like, I gotta go. Like as soon as I'm done, I shot this deer. I'm gonna have to take care of it now, and I gotta get back home because he's got a young kid. And I'm like, okay, well, you're gonna walk the other way to the truck, anyways. So why don't you get down, go to the truck, get the truck, drive it down the lane, because then at that point, if the deer spook off and they don't get to me, the truck scared them off, not me walking. Yeah, like, it's a completely different scenario. Goes and gets a truck. So I'm watching the doe and the buck start working their way my way. Right at the same time, I have the one glass window that I can, or the plexiglass window, I can see the reflection behind me of his truck lights. So they're both getting close. It's already, I'm, it's past shooting time. I'm just watching them at this point. Can't shoot. And uh, by the time his lights hit the deer in the field, shuts the truck off and shuts the door, all the deer are alert. And then they start making their way away. And then a coyote comes busting out from the grass right behind him, and the whole thing just the whole food plot goes away. There's not a shooting time for coyotes, though, is there? No, and that's what and that's what my buddy said too. Because <laughs> you're hunting whatever you can hunt, you know. And that's what he said. He's like, "There's no shooting time for coyotes." I'm like, "Yeah, but I couldn't see it through my scope. Like yeah, there was the, it was right. that. I mean, with the snow on the ground, yeah, you can Maybe see ten a, yards. You can see, yeah. If it's if it's right here in my lap, different story. But yeah, there's no way I can right. see it. So thankfully, we went and got his doe, and I mean, just piled this thing up it didn't go anywhere yeah you can't so we got his first deer no that he shot he shot plenty of deer before but that's the first year of the year for him okay and he doesn't he's got a young kid doesn't get a lot of chance to come out kind of like everybody's got their own story everybody's got their own personal responsibilities and stuff like that so it's came out and and that's part of it too that's the one thing i really enjoy about gun season and people don't like it you can't like it you don't like it whatever but it really helps you make your opportunities work for you with the extended range and all that good stuff in the 450s, I heard nothing but, I mean, I own my own 450, but I've been talking to, like, my butcher, you know, yeah, yeah. going to for years. And that was kind of, like, the first year that CWD was kind of, like, out starting about. to scare people and out yeah. and about. And, you know, certain you know pockets of areas, there were deer, a lot of deer dying. <clears throat> and uh, the processor said they, they didn't skip a beat in their numbers. Can they 
no, they, attrib they attributed their success to the 450 and people throwing a gun on their shoulder and being able to hit their target. It was a hell of a gun. It's a hell of a gun, I'll tell you that. Oh, but I the, enjoy oh mine. My God, is it loud? No, it's loud. Especially it's in a cannon. especially in a freaking blind. Oh, oh, oh I, I haven't even done that yet, but I can imagine. Yeah, make sure yeah. the gun barrel's out the window. His was, but it's still freaking loud. Yeah, I yeah. took mine coyote hunting one day just because it kind of was like new new gun in the case. So I was yeah, like, I want to take this one. Might as well try it. That'll put a hole in a coyote. That's for sure. I don't think that one went very far. <laughs> no. Hey, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with the dead coyote. So it's just so now you guys now everybody's back. Is everybody still kind of on the prowl for the rest of the season, or is most is some of the guys who go up with you kind of done, or how does that work out? Or everybody's different. I mean, I'm tagged out, so I'm gonna let yeah, Kelby's gonna for that. But if I had to guess, a couple of them are gonna hunt a little bit more. You know, yeah. here comes December. You know, I mean, it makes it a little bit tougher. But I got I got a feeling we're gonna get some more antlers down in the group. You know, and uh, if not, they'll be bigger next year. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I've shot my biggest deer on November 28th, so I'm definitely not done hunting. I mean, I think kind of there's that second rut, secondary rut, yeah. you know, when yeah. they get, get kind of going. That and the fact that a lot of people pull out of the woods. Yeah. So yeah, I think the deer kind of go down. back to their normal day-to-day -day life. The pressure's way down. And obviously we don't have to worry about that moon in the sky. So, yeah. I mean, I know, you know, the time of the year is the time of the year. The deer are going to move regardless of what that moon's doing. But it, it can't help you. And if they're right. moving out all morning all or night. all night long, I would think they're going to take a lull in the morning. Right. You know, maybe get up in the afternoon About if you're lucky. So. But, I mean, that it didn't get – couldn't get much brighter. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it, was, brighter. it was like you had a spotlight going yeah, I mean, on. Even basically. at my house, like, before we went up, I, you know, I was turning off, you know, my side porch lights and stuff for the full week because I was like, I could – read a go read a book outside right oh, now yeah. <laughs> like, but i also feel like late season michigan is one of the best times to hunt you know for numerous reasons pressure's way down all those bucks were running so hard they're trying to you know you can focus on a food source more so rather yeah than and that's like, when you can maybe make your food plots pay off which is nice yep. i mean you don't do those just to, i mean we do it to hold deer but it'd be nice to you know bring the deer in one of the biggest deer i michigan i ever saw was uh middle of december you know yep public land you know, I mean, you, you just don't know. I mean, just like when I got those two, I mean, it takes 10 seconds to shoot a buck. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it takes hours and days of preparation, but it takes 10 seconds. Hours yeah. and hours. And you hours. can have all sorts of things go against you, and you never know what will happen. Tutting. And we've had plenty of guys at deer camp shoot a deer with, you know, a loud gunshot, not even a bow shot, within 20 minutes, 30 minutes, half hour, hour, shoot another deer. Like, whether it's a buck buck or a doe buck or – or whatever. Or missed the first one and you got another shot, you know, yeah. you just don't know. <laughs> or, I mean, I've had the does blow at me up to high heavens all day long, and, you know, it's like, this is terrible. Like, I'm just getting beat up here by these does, and then all of a sudden, you know, something goes right. So I have a I have a firm policy in if gun they, season. Yeah. If it blows. If they, if blow, they blow and you got a tag. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. No, I agree. Girlfriend just got a deer this year, probably blew it us about 15 times. We sat out there for about eight hours. She's never got a deer before. And uh, I picked my bow up, and I said, I don't take getting blown at very nicely. Yeah. And I'm about to shoot this thing. It kind of went behind a tree. She shot it. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing more of a thrill than shooting one that just keeps blowing oh, and blowing. Mature and blowing, blowing you know? doe. I mean, it's just as satisfying, if not more, than a nice buck. I mean, it's hard to get a mature doe. Oh, yep. they're hard. I mean, they're smart. They yeah, don't get they, that they, big. They don't get that big and fat for nothing. You can get yeah. the best of a, a buck with its hormones. You're not doing that with a doe. You no. know they still no. care. Yeah, they're on their game all day. Oh, every and day. it's fun like to watch deer, right? Like I love watching deer, and it's cool to see those first few work their way in. And 
those deer, if you wait, wait for that first batch of deer to work their way through. Wait, for, what's that second batch, or what's the third batch yeah. of deer, or the third one? Yeah. Or I find I, those those secondary or tertiary ones that batches of deer that show up. First ones are the guinea pigs. Those yeah. those are those are those are the deer that it's like, oh man, that all of a sudden the body size goes up fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's like holy and it doesn't cow. just walk out into that field or wherever. You know, it's no. fully alert. It's it, scanning. Yeah. They're walking slow. Well, like this, yeah. the one that he shot walked out. It, it, the best way to describe it is it was like a cow. Yeah, like just yeah. a cow walking out, just kind of meandering I mean, and know. big old body. I'm that's like, what these that's two it. deer were doing. What I did, you know, it's like you see them, you don't see the antlers yet, but you kind of have a general idea what's going yeah. on here. You yeah, know. you know. But hey, that's something. Yeah, I mean, we still got plenty of season left. I mean, we're gonna. I mean, I, I, Kelby's not going to, but I'm gonna pick up the stick and string here too. Come December first. Yep. Might whack a doe. I mean, sometimes we'll take it a little more lackadaisical. We'll go out a little later. We'll sit in a heated blind, but I mean, we'll still be out there. And it's, yep. it's more so about enjoying it for us and. I'd rather sit at sit out in the in the blind and see what's going on in mother mother nature than uh go watch like the lions disappoint me or something. Yeah, geez, that's so. See, I'm why, just waiting for the ice now. Why'd you, have to, why'd you have to bring that up? <laughs> no, and that and, and that's a conversation every year. It seems like too everybody's like, Well, you sit out there all day but you're in a, you're in a heated blind I'm like you can take it however you want, man. Like I'd rather I spend my time, my money how I want. Well, Don't be telling me right not, wrong. Not, e- not even that. To the matter of I know if I can stay out here longer, chances are I'm going to shoot more deer than you. Yeah. Right. So if I sit out here with a heater to be out here all day, yeah. What, what can ever make you endure it? And you can sit in the heater in a stick blind. You can sit in the heater next to a next to a log. Yeah, you it can, doesn't matter. I, I mean, yeah, and you it depends on the weather. You know, if it's 20, 30 degrees, I mean, you know, to each of their own. We're not probably using a heater at that temperature. Yeah. But once it gets down to the zeros, if you want to hunt there and actually be able to, like, you know, we're we're still bow hunting. <laughs> like you got to be able to like. Not be a big like puffy, you know, Michelin man, right? And you got to be exactly. able to pull that bow back and accurately. Pull it does it make back. it trickier though. It does makes it more difficult. I will difficult. say that. I'll tell you what: if you can bow hunt in December, you could probably bow hunt anywhere in the United States any time of the year. Well, just just though. Well, depending on what you're wearing for clothing, if you are wearing yeah. something that's bulky, you're gonna have an issue. If you got something that's nice and streamlined, you're you're in better shape. Oh yeah, I mean, as soon as you jump over to like the Sitka type of stuff, like the Beyond the Ears of Selling or or any of that like realm of clothing, I mean next level stuff and you'll be happy you made the investment sit longer sit quieter and more comfortable exactly yeah so let's get back and i was going to ask you you breeze through the michigan hunters we're going to i think we're going to close this one out and we're going to bring the elk hunt and the fishing stuff we'll bring you guys back on and we'll just do a repeat and just do a different story so but as far as the michigan hunter stuff so how does how do people submit that stuff to you guys how does it get posted on there is it just like a dm or how does that work yeah so i mean literally corny it is slide into our dms i mean me mitchell and max we we're all on this on a daily basis we just cleared 17.6 thousand 16.7 followers so you know we got so there's a couple people looking there's a couple people on there you know i mean some of our most like pictures are clearing a couple thousand likes you know, Kelby's deer just got 14,000, 1,400 likes. Sorry. And it's the same thing you're talking about. Like, it's it's people, obviously, people hunting arrow fishing in yeah, Michigan. you know, we're all doing about everything hunting, the right way. Like elk hunting, geese hunting, bear hunting, you know, fishing, coyote hunting, predator hunting, trapping, you know, whatever it is, you yeah, know, whatever your flavor. Was real cool. I got a spear fisherman on there. I, I'm, to be honest, I didn't even really know people did that in Michigan yeah. up until this past summer. I was talking to the guy, and, you know, even if you're just trying to talk hunting, we talk to guys all the time. I mean, guys and girls, they're always submitting pictures, asking us questions. You know, people come to us as a information source, which is awesome. And we try to, you know, spread and share factual information. We're always, you know, whatever the Michigan DNR, you know, they might be have a black eye from some people in this state, but 
know, we're trying to keep it clean. Yeah. Like we're not we're not trying to do any bashing on our page. If it's legal, it's cool. You know, whatever the DNR says goes. We're not personally baiting. We know, you know, that's a controversy in it, in its of its own. I don't even necessarily want to go into yeah, it. We'll leave that one out. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just you know, follow the rules. Do what do what makes you happy. Don't knock another person's uh, method of getting it done. And uh, you know, we all need to. We're all in this together, and we need to you know treat it like we're in it together. That's so. it. I mean, shoot us messages, share your success stories, send us pictures of your camps. You know, obviously this time of year we're focusing a lot on the, like, deer success. But, you know, if you slide through our pictures, we got over f- almost 1,500 pictures posted. We got all sorts of all sorts of cool pictures and content and stories and, and all sorts of fun stuff to share. And, you know, pure Michigan, we're keeping it, keeping it real and trying to support some local brands in the process and having – having a hell of a lot of fun hell of a lot of fun doing it so. so what's the tag there is it just michigan hunters so michigan underscore hunters if you look us up on instagram we're on facebook too you know we're, we got a youtube channel we don't use it too much right now but uh we're, we're still on there so check us out on instagram send us some messages you know we got stickers we got some pretty cool logos that we put up and designed and you know send us some messages ask us about anything you want we're we're pretty open pretty easy guys to easy talk to, going obviously. guys you know we're in our local bow leagues you know two of us uh two of the admins are still in college which is why they're not here with us right now one's uh about to graduate michigan state in december mitchell and then max is currently at o- occ so i mean they're a bunch of bunch of oakland oakland county boys just having fun in the woods and you know, putting a hell of a lot of miles on our trucks and enjoying life you know nothing wrong with any of that all right boys we're going to wrap this one up. We'll bring you back another time. We'll get into the elk hunt because I wanted to ask you a few more questions. Yeah, we'd love to well. talk about Colorado. I mean, first time elk experience and was our 2018 trip, and you know, we drove and down to – we're going to, back, too. Yeah, we're going we're back. Doing. I mean, we half the challenge is gearing up, and we're geared up, and, we, you know, we know what we want to do differently, and I'm sure we'll learn a heck of a lot. But we've been applying to Michigan. But, yeah, we'll be going back to Colorado, and we'll have to come in and talk talk to you guys. Perfect. All right, boys. All right. Well, appreciate time, it, Aaron. Until next time. See you, boys.